Oh, hello. Welcome to episode number 258 of the Apple Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. I'd like to thank everybody for shopping on Amazon and supporting the show. You too can do the same thing by going to applelog.ca slash Amazon or applelog.ca slash US Amazon. You can do the old-fashioned way too by going to applelog.ca, click on those banners located on the right side. Every time you shop, use all those links and you can shop and support the show on Amazon. It costs you no extra money and uh, it's a good thing to do. If you want to help the show out on a monthly basis, go to patreon.com slash Apolog. Pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees. You can cancel at any time. Go buy a t-shirt by going to applelog.ca slash shop, and there's some music there for sale, too, if you want it. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Give it five stars, please. Like the show on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Pod. Follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Today on the show, I have Zach Quinn, the lead singer of the band Pears. Pears are on Fat Records, and they're releasing their third album, which is self-titled. It's a great record. It's a really good record. It was a good conversation. It was fun to have. And here's a, here's a song off the self-titled record. It's called Killing Me.
And that is Killing Me, the first song from the self-titled new album that is out on March 6th. And it is a banger. Let me tell you what, that record is amazing. And you, If you listen on, there'll be another song I'm going to play, and I'll just sort of pop it in there. Because um, I should have played this while we were doing the thing, but my uh, playback thing wasn't working. So there you go. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Zach Quinn, lead singer of Vampires on the Apple Podcast. Yo. Hey, Zach. You got me? Yeah, I got you. Awesome. How you been? I've been okay. I've been okay. I can't complain. It's been a while, right, since you put a record out? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been, I mean, since I put a full length out, uh, since 2016. Yeah. So quite a long time. How do you write? Do you write all at once or you do write like little songs at a time and then put it together? Like what's your, what's the process if you have one? Um, it's kind of, a <clears throat> we write a little at a time musically. Uh, I mean, and I'm speaking about this one in particular because <laughs> the, every record has kind of been different. Um, but, uh, we wrote a little music at a time, uh, got to a certain point of completion, uh, basically like sketches of songs and then went to the studio and kind of finished on the fly, uh, which I think really did us favors. I, 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 I think that, uh, having to make decisions, uh, kind of quickly instead of having too much time to think about it. <laughs> Uh, it did us well. Yeah, that's the problem with all the technology we have these days is you can just sit there and dissect it and 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 pull it apart oh. and put it back together and have like fucking a. It's too much perspective, right? It's great, but at the same time, you know, if you're trying to put out aggressive music with with like good vibes, it's tough to it's tough. It's it's really easy to I guess to blend it up a little bit. I I don't know if that's a word, but it probably I'm using it. No, yeah, for, no, for sure. And I mean, I, you know, I think it depends on what you're trying to do. I, I think if you if you slave over something, you're going to get a different fucking, you're going to come to a different outcome than if you just kind of make decisions and just stick with them. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, really, it's like, you know, I, I mean, like uh, plenty of artists of all mediums can talk about how like you can work on something forever. Um, you just have to kind of decide when it's finished. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think with, with this record, like we kind of, we definitely, uh, you know, pulled the reins and we're like, okay, we, we you know, we want to make decisions and stick with them and just make a record. Mm -hmm. Um, our previous record was way more like slaving over and like, overthinking and uh and i love the way it came out but i was definitely keen to do something a little different yeah it's important to keep switching it up a little bit because you don't know what you're going to come up with sure yeah. sure yeah 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 i mean i, was I mean it's nice to uh to have different records that that uh you know why use the same uh uh formula twice in a row yeah 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 I was talking to someone today about writing songs and 
he's talking about, well, you know, it's it's good to just sort of work at it and just get the best you can get out of it. And my answer to him was, well, if you're working at it, maybe it's not such a great song to begin with. Maybe you should just, if, if it doesn't stick with you in the first kind of like half a, half a beat, then it probably shouldn't sure. need that attention. You know what I mean? Like life's short. There's sure, more songs to be written, it. right? But I, I, you know, but I raise you on, I say that, uh, it's just, it, it, it's not better or worse. It's different. Uh, um, the, the kind of, the kind of, uh, the kind of, um, uh, the, 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 the product that you'll get out of, um, uh, off the cuff, like first thought, like shit, is different than the the outcome that you'll get if you slave over something. And sure, I think there are definitely cases where, like, okay, this song just sucks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but you know, I I think it's just uh, two different kinds of ways of going about making art. Yeah. Um, there's uh capturing a moment or um developing something in like uh really you know in like a broader way yeah uh and and i feel like we hit like a we we kind of went straight down the middle uh this time around with with that i i think the first record that we did was very much like off the cuff mm-hmm. and the second record was very very studied and uh, thought out and and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. Uh, and this one is kind of like a happy medium. Yeah. And, and what you said before, it's good to sort of switch it up because you don't know where you're going to come up with and you don't know where it's going to go. And when it, what, whatever you come up with is, is uh, it's, it's worthy of, well, I guess your approval. You know what I mean? Anything it makes on a record is the best you can do. It better be, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, unless you're an asshole, that's fucking it. <laughs> Self-serving assholes yeah. always put the worst music out. That that'd be on a T-shirt somewhere for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how was growing up in in New Orleans, the New Orleans area? How how was the scene? How how was life there as a punk rocker? Um, shit. I mean, I don't even know. You know, when I was a teenager there was like a sense of life as a punk rocker. Um, there were shows in the suburbs that I would go out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this, uh, DIY space there. It's this warehouse, uh, upstairs from a fucking fish market. So it always smelled like fucking fish. Um, and, uh, that was pretty cool. But, you know, in my adult life, I mean, it's not even so much like this whole town is so fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Like being a punk rocker doesn't even fucking make a difference. You know, (laughs) everybody's, everybody's so fucking weird here. (laughs) Like, uh, my local bar is like kind of a punk rock bar, but not really, you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's just a weird town. It's, uh, it's, slimy and beautiful and everybody here i mean like it's it's an easy place to be a functional alcoholic you know <laughs> uh a lot of people like come here and do not fare well mm-hmm. um because uh it's too easy to fuck up here 
Is it weather driven, uh, or it, is it because of the weather, or is it because of because it is warm? Oh no! I mean, it's it. Uh, a lot of people don't know don't do well here simply because nobody gives a shit if you're drunk. Yeah. Ever, you know. Uh, so. Oh. You there? Sorry. Yeah. You there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, um. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, uh, it's so lax. This is, um, I don't know. Uh, people come here and, and develop drug and drinking habits, uh, because, uh, nobody gives a shit if you have them here. Wow. That's, so that's like, yeah. you're, you're like, um, you're the American version of our Vancouver. Vancouver is similar, very similar yes. to that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> I was just there because I'm I'm in I'm Toronto. I'm like four thousand kilometers or two thousand miles away, and uh, I went to Vancouver. I haven't been there in years, and I go, this fucking place has not changed. It's still like the crazy weirdo dudes and dudettes, and it's just it's got its own thing going. And I've met some people there that I I love and adore, but there's also some crazy nutty people in Vancouver, and you know, yeah. but I love them. Yeah, but still, it's... they're just their own people. It's fucking similar, man. You know what? Look, Vancouver. I'm going to tell you this about Vancouver. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, I mean, you know, I say it that way, like off the cuff and kind of funny. It's pretty sad, but it's still the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. I saw a bicycle uh, get stolen and re-stolen and re-stolen down the street. Like three times, yeah. <laughs> like one bike. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. And it wasn't even violent. It was uh, like junkies just kept passing out with the bike and another person would just take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but that's, I mean, like, honestly, New Orleans is kind of like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, kind of, kind of. Yeah, I I used to tour a lot in the '90s and 2000s, and uh, there's one story particularly very short I'll tell you where we had to play in Florida and we left LA to play in Florida. Yeah. So we stopped in New Orleans, never been in New Orleans before. Walked around for about three hours, and then drove to Florida and missed the show by three hours. So uh, if if we hadn't stopped, <laughs> we would have fucking made the show. But uh, <laughs> we yeah, New well, New Orleans will do that. Yeah. New Orleans will systematically humid and dangerous and weird. And the French quarter is just like, yeah, man, there's there's so much going on there. And you know, actually I I read somewhere that New Orleans is pretty much responsible for like people in Hamburg getting rock and roll because it was like a direct shipping lane from uh, Germany to and from England and things like that. So a lot of music that came Went to uh, England and Europe. That absolutely, left makes sense. Louisiana. Yeah, from that shipping. That line. absolutely makes sense. I mean, like we got like the we got like Delta Blues and and all kinds of shit via Mississippi, mm-hmm. but like New Orleans is a port town. Yeah. Um. So of course, like uh, the, the like musically, like the connection between like port cities and Europe. Yeah. Would be, uh, you know, uh, I mean, fucking. Uh, they're they're quite clear yeah. uh new orleans and and then obviously the uh the northeast 
uh, United States as yeah, well. Totally. But uh, New Orleans was like, absolutely is one of those places. I mean, like, uh, you know, tips right out of here and straight over there. Yeah. There's that, that just that direct main vein right up the middle of America to Chicago. And, and it's uh yeah, it's sure. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's you know, all kinds of, there's all kinds of weird fucking history about that too, man. I mean, like, uh, you know, there's like a, a heavy, heavy, uh, Vietnamese, uh, uh, presence here. Like, uh, 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 uh the, the, like, like a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, it, it all has to do with the ports. Um, they're like, a uh, a, a lot of the Vietnamese in new Orleans are in like the, uh, in fishing mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and that's how they end that. That's how, like, I don't know. They, they just ended up here. Like their families started, uh, fishing here. Um, but so that has to do with like, I mean, there's this wonderful, like, uh, 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 combo fucking, like just another fucking layer of food. Um, there's like new Orleans food with Vietnamese twist. It's fucking incredible. But, uh, the port city, I mean, like it's, uh, the port, uh, I mean, it's funny how much, uh, culture, uh, can, you know, traverse through simply because I mean, like, you know, yeah. ports. Yeah. yeah. People, they probably know about your music more than know, they know what you look like. Uh, you, oh, well, oh, oh, well, well, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, uh, it's kind of, the internet is kind of just like a cesspool of like whatever it's going to be. You know, I, I think it's probably a a nice 50, 50 split, uh, frankly, uh, and, and, you know, uh, fat does us a lot of favors. I mean, the fact that we're just on fat records, Mm. uh, means that we have like, uh, a steady flow of people that are going to pay attention because they pay attention to the label. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd love to think that people just listen to pairs because I'm gorgeous. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Uh, or vice versa. You know, I, I really don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, sorry for getting you in that loop. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you guys are going to be doing some sure, some shows, West Coast shows, correct? Is I just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. West Coast, and then uh, and then we'll follow up uh, promptly with all the other stuff. Yeah, where's your uh, favorite place to tour? Anybody that's just 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 say that anybody that's mad that we're not going there will come there next. <laughs> yeah, where's your favorite place? Do you do you have a favorite uh, country uh, city? Ooh, shit! For pairs or just like personally? Any. Either or. Either or? Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'll answer both. Uh, for pairs, I think my favorite. Uh, oh, shit, man. I mean, I, uh, pairs in Chicago is always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, pairs in London is always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to be one of the two, I think for pairs now as far as personally like just places that i like 
Um, I, uh, I personally love Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Paris has never been there, uh, <laughs> which we need to, we need to, uh, remedy that. But, uh, I love Sao Paulo. I love, uh, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, uh, Paris and actually Paris in Paris is really great always too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, shit, uh, Australia, anywhere in Australia is wonderful. Yeah. People, people in Australia are, uh, a unique group. I went there with us in a few in the nineties and, uh, as their sound guy. And it was so much fun because just meeting people who are, you know what I mean? Like you go there with your own certain preconceptions of what Australia is. Yeah, sure. Only from like the beer sure. commercials and whatnot. But there are some, some pretty amazing people who have, you know what I mean? They've developed their own scene and you can, the cool part about going to every little city is finding out each little scene and kind of what yeah. each one has and there's similarities and differences, you know, like, yeah, sure. Especially sure. with music taste. And it, and and, it's, it's a smaller, it's a smaller country. Um, and I mean, it, honestly, it's not even that much smaller, but it's far less populated because mm-hmm. every, I mean, it's basically just the coast, you know? Yeah. I mean, everything in the middle of the fucking continent is just like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's just snakes. <laughs> uh, snakes and death. For miles in every direction until you get to the coast. And then that's where all the cities are. <laughs> uh, but, uh, fucking it, it's, uh, it's neat. And it, it it's more insular than, than the United States, you know, mm. uh, it's more tight knit and not even just the scene, but just the cities in general. Yeah. Uh, you can feel that you can feel that it's more, uh, it's more cloistered and, 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 uh, and, uh, uh, condensed. Yeah. There's a feeling that there's more, a little more appreciation. But every extra mile you have to travel to go play a show, there seems to be just a little bit more um, appreciation for you to be there. You know, you know. Oh, that. fucking a! Yeah, that's absolutely the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's that. At least that that exists is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, so you know, uh, regardless, it, like that's the one thing that, like, you know, it, you know, we play like. In, in you all over Europe and shit, and our turnouts aren't always wonderful mm-hmm. because we're like a mid-level punk band that like nobody gives a shit about, whatever. Yeah. But the people that are there are like so stoked, and that's the coolest fucking feeling. You know, uh, you can't beat that. Yeah. It doesn't even matter that there's not even a it, like even if it was if we played a show and only three people showed up. And they were mega stoked. That's like fucking, that's wonderful. Yeah. Some of the best people I've met were on first tours and you get to sort of develop a relationship because you go back a few more times and you get to see the people that you like and meet because they were there from the beginning. So there's like a general appreciation from both sides. Like you appreciate them being the first three people at your first show and you go back, there might be 50 and those 50 people are cool, but they're not like the three people that came like the tour before. Yeah, the OGs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even but imagine. Like, you yeah, know. but building something like that is, is really kind of beautiful, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um I mean, I don't I, I don't know. I mean like there there's all those like cliches that you could talk about with like music and I mean I feel like it's just like 
cliched and it, and, and it goes without saying, uh, but I am a huge believer uh, that like this is like art is generally something that like, you know, it connects people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's, the, the, I mean, like the absolute basis version of all of this is that, yes, we're uh, just connecting with people. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, on top of that is all of that other shit. Yeah. But the 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 bottom line is connection. Uh, yeah. And then after that, it's how many drink tickets am I getting? <laughs> and uh, who wants to fuck me? And, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, the but, subsidiary but part that's of it. All, but that's all, that all comes after. <laughs> the most important thing is connecting. Yeah. Know, connecting with people. Well, I was, I, you know, I, I think bands that connect with people means that they're speaking like a bunch of people, you know, they're, they're connecting with them because they're saying the same message that there's a bunch of people out there like misfits and weirdos who think like you and you're connecting with these people. Like it's, it is kind of a neat situation. And the more people that you can relate to with your personality or who you are as a band is, is, but generally turns in, you either turn people around, you know, you think of what Nirvana did. They kind of turn people around to being weird but there's also there's a level where you just meet you can you can just be on the same level as as say the bunch of people that buy your records and that's yeah. that's yeah, cool because yeah. that's your community you've developed that community of people that's impossible yeah. to create that was impossible to create um i guess it happened before internet but it seemed like a little bit harder i don't know maybe maybe not maybe we're kind of abusing the internet for that reason like we're not Maybe we should be using the internet to actually develop real communities, not just Facebook weirdo communities, but like, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, really, don't get me fucking started on the internet. I have so many thoughts about the internet. <laughs> well, I want to I mean, hear everyone. <laughs> oh, I mean, where do I start? I mean, like, the, the first thing that I'll always talk about with the internet is the only thing I'm going to say right now because I could waste way too much time talking about the internet. <laughs> but uh, the only thing I'll say is that the internet is the reason that fucking fat bands in the 90s could buy houses. And I'm just fucking like, I, I'm eating fucking an apple a day. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm drinking mouthwash to get drunk. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's the problem with the internet is that there's too much shit out there. And the good thing about the internet is that there's lots of good stuff out there. It's the filter in between. Well, right. It's 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 the sort of like it's that sort of it leveled the field, yeah. which is good and it's bad. Yeah. Um. It. I mean, it's good because like we all benefit from it because we get to hear all kinds of bands that never would have fucking, you know, uh, made their way into our fucking ears. Yeah. Uh, had the field not been leveled. But, uh, but I also, fuck, I make like $400 a year in royalties. Yeah. So <laughs> shit. <laughs> You gotta put more records out. That's Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that is the definitely the evil of all evils. Uh, in in, in uh, you know, and there's no. I mean, everybody. There's a thing now with with bands that they can't just be good musicians or um, characters. They have to be really good at connecting with 
through the internet to other people, like-minded people. Sure. And, and, and yeah, no, yeah. no one ever said that that's what you're supposed to do as an artist. No one said like, hey, by the way, you're going to put this, this social media hat on and, and reach out to a bunch of uh, other people through social media. And then we're going to take that hat off and you're going to be a punk rocker. And then you're going to take that hat off and you're going to be a manager. Then you're going to take that hat off and you're going to be the A&R guy. There's like yeah, too many. Fuck. I mean, it, like, what do you? Yeah, there's too much. Um, there's just too much expected from bands and musicians to become successful based on their um, the work they put in. Uh, I mean, like for honest, yeah. like when someone says, "Hey, come see," or "Hey, join my uh, this." Well, how many followers do you have? Or you know, or "Hey, would you help us out with a tour?" And they look at what? Well, oh, you only have a thousand Twitter followers. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is cool. Then there's right. people that fake it, right. and they have like fake Twitter followers, and people look at them like you say the even playing field. It's, it's, so it's not fair. Fucking weird, man. It's so weird. I, I mean, like, look, I, I'll tell you this right now. I don't know how I am where I am because I have refused to play the game. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, I, I do have a Facebook and I do have an Instagram, but I consistently post things that are like very alienating and probably just weird uh, to most people. Um, yeah, I don't know. The whole social media thing, I get it, and I know that people are using it and to their to their benefit. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I haven't I haven't played along. <laughs> Um, I, uh, what was my fucking, I think, uh, oh shit. I don't, I don't even remember, but, uh, I, I, I'm just constantly posting really alienating weird things on Facebook. <laughs> uh, and it's the only thing I use it for. Like yeah. I, I, I consider it my like amateur comedy, uh, <laughs> deal. It's your type five minutes for a standup. Co- it, 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 the thing about. The thing about Facebook is that I dare a lot of people to, when you do make Facebook postings, is refuse to put the word I, me. Um, those two words shouldn't be put in Facebook posts. It should be uh, whatever comment you want to make, but just exclude those two words because there's a narcissist in all of us. Well, we should all put it in check, you know what I mean, when it comes to what we need to say on Facebook and what we need to say on Twitter. It's just, just don't say I or me. Just say make a crack a joke or, or i don't know but or or indulge it maybe yeah. yeah indulge it i mean like look i mean like to pretend like that like i I mean like the whole thing in and of itself is narcissistic yeah. uh i don't know i mean like for me it's just like i'm just play it up you know <laughs> <laughs> like fucking i like lean into it yeah. Like hard. Yeah. That's like my, and, but it's, but it's also, it's a bit too. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not serious. So I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, the only way for me to like deal with social media is to parody it. Yeah. Like, in like while I'm doing it, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I could ever take any of it seriously. I have to just, it has to be a parody. Mm. Um, otherwise I don't know. It's bizarre. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a fucking bizarre world. Yeah, there's Shit. a lot of people talking about how sick they are on Facebook, especially around flu season, and uh, nobody cares. How about that? <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, being on Fat Records, man, it's... Because I, I worked for Good Riddance, like, in the early 2000s and in the, in the late, eight, late 90s, and um, that's a label, man, that's... They just... Just don't they don't do it wrong like they always seem to put out good stuff and stuff that people want to hear and you know and it's a good, a good label to be on fucking a i mean they're, they're just really they're really good to us man i mean uh they've uh they've been really good to us uh especially like you know we're not exactly like uh uh raking in the dough for the label um we're definitely like a smaller band on that label. Uh, but they treat us like we're any other fucking band. I mean, you know, to yeah. some extent, obviously sure. they're not, they can't dump lag wagon money into us, but that I understand that. I don't even think um, they can dump they, lag wagon money, lag money, what lag wagon money into lag wagon. <laughs> yeah. Not any, I mean, nobody can. No, no. Fucking. It's a great, it, Dude, the music industry is fucking changing. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, but the, the the point is is that they 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 uh they focus on us and they take good care of us. Uh and that is uh I mean it's I mean it's fuck for me it's the label to be on. Mm-hmm. I don't know another label that would pay as much attention to pairs mm-hmm. uh as Fat does. Uh they're they're beautiful people. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, every, every you know, I worked for um a few bands on Epitaph and they had their smaller and larger bands, same thing, but they also had that offspring mm-hmm. money. They had offspring money to play around with. So, uh life was good then. But they uh I mean, mm-hmm. Fat Records have been consistently like putting out great shit since they were a label. And you know, I had Aaron on the show, oh gosh, almost 3 years ago, and um she told me about the early 2000s and like that whole how the, like basically it's tough now, but it was even more tough then. Like to to be an be a label, right? Right. right? Cause well, Napster the shift, that. the the shift. Yeah. I mean, like at least now it's sort of leveling out because like people are starting to figure out how to deal with the music industry in in this incarnation. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't even imagine like all of a sudden piracy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what? The, like I can't imagine having been like, dude, holy shit! I've actually never thought about this before, but like, I like, what if I was a dude, <laughs> right, that was putting out records, <laughs> and then fucking two thousand something rolls around, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah, wow. I mean, people lived that. I didn't live that. No. Fucking the the internet has been a fact of life since I've been around. But yeah. holy shit, I've never really thought about it in those terms. Like living as a musician, yeah. putting that record through the shift yeah. would have been pretty fucking bizarre. The other thing we wow. laughed about, we laughed about this because it was like music industry took a hit. The porn industry took a way harder hit. Like even harder with the like mm. DVDs, like the internet, like fuck, fuck it's right. free now. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, and, except that, except that. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's basically the same fucking thing. Yeah, basically Just, the same thing. I'm yeah. actually I, like I'm, I'm friends with uh, 
uh, a bunch of people and like sex work and like the porn industry. And it's like the fucking, it's funny. We can have, we have conversations that are like identical. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, I mean, like we, we talk about the same fucking shit. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, people still pay for shit, but like a lot of people just steal it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so then like bands like you got to go out and tour to sort of create sales or to create just to create a life i mean i guess there's worse things to do i mean there's you know touring and to make a living is uh it's it's definitely it's it's your own pirate ship you know you can you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want and there's yeah no, you know. but i mean like even the, the for, for like a mid-level band like us mm-hmm. like the, the amount of touring that you have to do to, to make a living is like too much for it to even be worth it. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, like, fucking, it's like, I, I remember, like, uh, early in pairs, like, one of the, like, fucking, like, kind of a, a, a moment where I was like, holy, like a holy shit moment for me. Because yeah. uh, pairs, like, the first two years we were a band, we toured 10 months a year, and yeah, we made a living that way. Um, we just, because, you know, obviously, tour ended up paying for itself and we just yeah we made enough money to live uh but uh i think we went and uh we went and had breakfast at this joint and fucking patty from d4 was working at the restaurant <laughs> and i was like oh man <laughs> patty from d4 is like one of my fucking mega heroes yeah and this motherfucker is working at a restaurant yeah. I mean, shit, this is the music industry. This is what we're doing now, you know? Um, so, like, you can do what you want. Uh, and, and yeah, you can, if you tour, like, I feel like if you tour, like, around the fucking clock, yeah, you can make enough to live. But Patty's got, like, a fucking, he actually has a life at home. Yeah. Uh, the thing about, like, you know, we were touring 10 months a year, and, yeah, we lived off of that, but, guess what we didn't have lives. Yeah. Yeah. All we had was the band and like, you know, I mean like if you want to have a life at home, like fuck, music ain't here, cut it. Unless you I mean there's it, it's it's kind of like the same way that the middle class is disappearing. Yeah. Same thing in fucking music, man. I mean there's Miley Cyrus and then us. <laughs> there's really no you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no in between. There's like mega rich musicians. And then just people that are fucking struggling. Yeah, yeah. There's always bands that there's like you put the work in and it might pay off, but that's always the big chance in being in a band is that you're going to put the work in and it might pay you out, might pay you back. And uh, right, it, and you can sort of if you if you plateau and find your spot where it's sweet, you don't need to be bigger or smaller. You just find where you need to be to do what you need to do to make yourself happy. Right. And whether it pays the bills or not, like I've, a lot of people come on the show and they're not ashamed to say, you know, I drive, I drive a courier. I I drive Uber. I do this, I do that. And that's my life. And that's kind of (laughs) what, I mean, honestly, that's what about being an, an independent musician is all about, or you can live live in squalor and sort of fucking pay for your art through your, you know, through your, your health and sort of your, your good naturedness or whatever and turn into a fucking angry old man. Cause I know a lot of those too. <laughs> right, <laughs> I, right, could, right, I could right. be one of them, but um, 
there's there's there is something to be said about people who actually put the work in like you guys do and did and 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 sort of come out the other end and whether it didn't make you a million dollars or not you're still influencing a lot of people um somehow you know you're you're, you're getting through so. to people. Yeah, mean, absolutely. you know the point is is, is like all of this shit aside, I mean, like we do, we're, we're doing what we're doing because we believe in it, you know? And, and I mean, like the songs are important to us. The music's important to us. Uh, so, I mean, really like the, the philosophy about like money and, and all that shit is secondary. Really. I mean, it's, uh, I, to me, that's just all talking shop. The point is, is like, uh, I mean, we make music because we have to. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that I think, I mean, I have to. I, I, I don't know any other way to put it. I'm pretty sure, I, I don't want to like outright speak for everybody in Paris, sure. but I'm pretty sure they would all say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, like, we just have to. Mm-hmm. Everything else is secondary. We can figure it out. Uh, uh, obviously, it would be great to, like, I don't know, if, if, if you've got a way for me to make, like, to be a multi-millionaire right now, that would be killer. Yeah. But, like, also, the music is like, the only thing I give a shit about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, you know, you, you you talk to guys like in The Descendants and they they did that for 20 plus years and kind of got chewed up with Interscope. Not chewed up, but they didn't really didn't get a fair deal as far as I'm concerned. And then now they make right. records. They're more popular than ever. I mean, like they they still do things that they love to do. They found that <clears throat> that spot that I was talking about, that sweet spot where it's like we have our integrity, we have a little bit, some money in the bank, and we have our lives with our families. And that's to me, that's the ultimate quest for me. I don't know. I always like bridging like weird. Yeah, but 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 also they all fucking work. Yeah. Well, that's true. They all work. I yeah. mean, Bill. Bill had Bill this is was studio. Yeah. Bill had fucking blasting room. Yeah. Which like Bill did a fucking Nickelback record, dude. Yeah. How long do you think uh, he'll be able to live off of that? That's fucking <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, fucking Bill has blasting room. You know, I I I, can't, I don't I can't speak to the other guys, but I know Milo's a fucking he's a fucking scientist. Yeah, but he changed so, his I mean, career. Like, he's out. He's out of the he's out of the corn uh, genome project. He he doesn't do that anymore. He's a singer in Descendants now. <laughs> no shit, really. Yeah, yeah. As he's of like four years in the Descendants. Yeah, he's Dude, <laughs> that is so tight. Okay, <laughs> well, actually, that is the most hopeful thing I've heard. <laughs> like, okay, forever. Yeah, but it took... at the end of the day, yeah, he just sings in Descendants. Yeah, he might Dude, have other stuff. As even far if as it I know. takes me that long, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, and but I mean, all I'm saying is that I liked I liked the fact that when people can blend being themselves, being a weirdo, and then sort of being a little bit normal at the same time, you know what I mean, and bridging the gaps. Sure, you know, because I'm I'm Absolutely. fifty I'm fifty this year. I've been I've been doing this for a while, and I sort of. I sort of left the road because I had kids and I, I, I think it's in, uh-huh. you know, for me, it was important. My priorities are different than other people's priorities and I couldn't play in Paris. I know that for sure. I know, <laughs> I know I couldn't do that. <laughs> and that's good because that takes a special type of person to do that. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. No, but, you know. I mean, but you found something beautiful in your life to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, like kids is a beautiful thing to do. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's like, I, I feel like as long as you're doing something that matters, yeah. uh, then that's what fucking counts. I don't know. You're I mean, right. you're right. Shit. But yeah, I mean, we've done this for you. We, we did it as hard as we did it or whatever. But, you know, there there are a lot of bands, too, today that, like, still play that I know don't want to be playing. Yeah. Uh, and that's a fucking bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I mean, you can, you can pick them out. Like, you can tell. I mean, uh, musicians and people that are, like, music nerds, like you or me, like, mm-hmm. we can tell. Yeah. You watch a band and you're like, okay, this band likes playing together. Like the descendants like like playing together. You can feel it. You yeah. can see it. Uh it's it's visceral. But there are definitely pans where you watch and you're like, ah, no, yeah, they're still just they're writing records literally because they set their financial standards in the nineties mm-hmm. and now they're fucked because they have families and mortgages and they're not making as much money from the records anymore. Yeah. So they have to just make more of them and play festivals. Yeah. You know, you can see those bands, you can pick them out, you can sniff them out. Uh, and, uh, God damn. I mean, it's not the same watching a band, watching, watching somebody that cares about what they do, uh, is, is beautiful. And, and I mean, they, they, like just going back to what I was, Say, I mean, like, not even just music, but like, if you're doing something that matters, that you care about, fucking, that's all that counts. It doesn't even matter what it is. Just fucking mm. care. Just care about it. Do something that you care about.
we aren't the same people we were when I'm not the same person I was when I was 20 and I'm fucking I'm grateful. I'm happy because um sure. That's important that people they that you know your whole life you sort of people take from society but I think you're supposed to give back to, you know what I mean? I think you're supposed to give back to society. Yeah, you sure. know? You're supposed to, you know, equally pay, you know, and, and when, you know, bands, bands, when they get older, they start realizing like, you know what? I don't really need to do this. Like, I don't have to do this. This doesn't fulfill me as much, but they find that sweet spot. And, you know, and, you know, if you guys want to go out and tour for like a thousand days a year, which doesn't exist, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> which, which doesn't exist. It doesn't like exist. The, uh, the <laughs> you know, it, it, there's something though, but if it's something you have to do and you know, because everybody who's done that knows that doing it for more than 50 days or 60 days in a row sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Yeah. It's the worst. And I've done it uh -huh. and I've been there and it's the worst. And when you got to be on your 55th show and you know you're going home in the 60th and you still got to fly in a plane somewhere, that's the part where this is where people don't understand that. They don't get that part, like how hard it is to right. do. People think, oh, you're just out drinking right. beer and, you know, and partying and fucking and playing music. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> it's like, Wow. Yeah, no, it's not not fucking vacation. No, my favorite thing, my favorite thing to tell people is, uh, when they ask me about like how I've seen the world and shit, I'm like, yeah, we drove by Stonehenge once, didn't have time to stop and see it, and then I went and sat in a bar for eight hours. <laughs> like fucking, like that's yeah. it. That's what tour is. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. To see shit, man. Yeah, but you can though. But the thing is, but the fact is, is if you meet all these cool people, you can go back again and then actually enjoy that part of it you know you you got to make oh, time for that it. though you have to you have to make time for it but unfortunately yeah the only time i got to see cool things like stonehenge and and cool churches and weird stuff and weird you know christmas markets was when i was on tour you know and that's it you know or find weird restaurants and cool stuff like that but it's yeah. easier to talk about it's easier to lament uh, talk about how cool it was later you know what I mean? There's also that fact where you go, right. how, how am I going to make my mortgage? And I'm flying across the ocean to go play five shows in Europe. It's like, how am I going to do that? And that's the worry right. and fear. And that's another thing that people don't understand is like the, the amount of sacrifice that bands make in life to be who they are. It's, it doesn't really get spoken about a lot. So, you know, sure. that's my job is to sure. promote, <laughs> promote that as, as more than, the fact that yeah, you're it, putting a record it, out. And it's not just bands, too. I mean, this is this is art in general. Yeah. Like, there really is there really isn't a place uh functionally for art in the world. So like people that want to make art have to fight to do it. Yeah. Uh and that's kind of across the board, man. And it's fucked up. It it really is. I mean, like I, I mean we can go on a whole spiel about capitalism, but like why even bother? Yeah. <laughs> uh so, I mean I mean, yeah, dude, it's it's uh it's it's rough. And I know you know. Yeah. Um it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it uh, is. Luckily, I mean, uh I still uh, I'm in the particular place and I'm very fucking grateful. I'm very lucky. Um I can I still have the resources to make things that I love. Yeah. Um and uh and Paris has done that consistently. 
uh, we've gotten lucky and uh, shit. I mean, we we've made records that we really care about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a wrap up. We just wrapped up. Does that sound like a wrap? Yeah, it sounds like shit. <laughs> sounds like a wrap up shit, to me. That's a wrap up. That is. It's we, good. Uh, <laughs> we are wrapped. We made a new record. <laughs> we made a new record that we really care about. Yeah, that's amazing. No, and it's great, man. It comes out. I think it's gonna be out. Ooh, I don't know if I can play music on for the next because this 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 episode's coming out like next Monday. So uh, I have the music, but if you're with your permission, I play a song at the start. If that's okay. Oh yeah, just just play one. Is this coming out before the album comes? Yeah, out? that's why I don't want. I don't want to play it unless it's you know it's unless it's okay. It's oh, com- we'll just play one of the fucking singles. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I, I will do that. It's a great record, by the way. It's I heard it today, and it's like, holy shit, because it's all over the place. It's way more, um, I don't know, it seems like you've gone to a pop, and then you go intricate, you know, and, and then in between, it's, 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 a, it's a good stretch, if that's a word. It's a good stretch. Yeah, I, well, and I mean, I just really, I really, uh, I love the fucking, uh, I feel like we, we've kind of, uh, hunkered down in our sound, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I feel like uh, go to prison was like, yeah, we did like some of the some of the like back and forth melodic hardcore yeah. shit, and then Green Star we kind of explored, but like this, I, I feel like we leaned into it, and it's like the first record where like, fuck, we really sound like us, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about that. And also, I mean, I, I, I feel like I got to, I got to, uh, stretch my writing, uh, chops on this one, like lyrically, uh, it was a really fun record to write. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 it's my favorite Paris record far and away. Um, I'm fucking stoked on it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and, and talking and, Anytime you want to do this again, let me know. I definitely would uh, appreciate talking to you. I, I enjoyed this. Uh, <laughs> this this is a good, it was it was good. I I enjoyed it, except for that weird fucked up question. But it was good. No fucking a man. I had a great time. Okay. Uh, I I honestly uh, I uh, I'm I'm pretty hammered. So next time <laughs> I'll try to be sober. <laughs> what? It's your your what? Where? What time is it there? Is it nine o'clock or is it? Is it yeah, nine? or ten? It's ten. Oh, ten you're an hour now. difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hey, man. Uh, enjoy, enjoy everything, and uh, come to Toronto, and we'll uh, we'll say hey. Fucking hey, let's rage. <laughs> Take it easy. All right, you too, okay, buddy. Bye. Bye. And that was Mr. Zach Quinn, lead singer of the band Pairs. Um, there's a lot of bands out there, and there's a bands that kind of change shit and change the change the punk rock, I guess, landscape a little bit. And to my opinion, Pairs is one of those bands. Um, that's all I can say about that. Zach, great having you on the show. Anytime you want to be on the show again, the invitation is always open. I like dudes like that. People that tell it like it is. It's awesome. So, anyways, thanks so much for listening to the show, everybody. Oh, um, what's happening? really busy with work doing lots of uh lots of sound lots of recording it's busy it's busy a lot of podcasts coming out in the next couple of weeks thanks to melanie k 
So anyway, we'll see you next week, okay? So yeah, you know, shop on Amazon, Amazon.com. Help the show out. Applog.ca slash Amazon or US Amazon. Help the show out. Buy shit. And um, we'll see you next week. I got I got great episodes coming up. I know for sure. I don't. Well, I haven't recorded them yet, but I know there's gonna be awesome episodes coming out. See you next week. Bye.